0: My god. I have a Karen in the room. Call so- the manager. Bro, somebody asked that question. We're gonna get to that too. Ooh, we're gonna get to that too. Meticha Monday brought to you by the wonderful people at Grasshopper. Grasshopper, Grasshopper. For your medicinal, recreational, and all of your holistic needs, cannabis is always the answer. And Grasshopper is always one phone call away. I love
1: Grasshopper. Do you really? I've ordered from them before.
0: No, you haven't. Yeah,
1: they delivered. They delivered all the way to my house. What? Yeah. Where do you live? Well, I was living in Kensington, but they delivered there. Now I'm in normal heights.
0: Oh my God, grass, I just discovered something new. I thought that was just like South Bay delivery. I didn't know they did. No,
1: I actually didn't think they did. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I want to support them. They're, you know, on the show. I get my emo brown discount. What's
0: up dog, 15% off. Yeah, it was awesome. I just recently found out that you need the card present in order to get that discount. I was like, okay, good. Unless you're getting it delivered. I don't know what the, re- the rules are. They didn't show are. me that. Mm-hmm. I had
1: to just type it in like a field or something. All right. But um, I had to show my passport, which is really ugly and that sucked.
0: White people travel, crazy. Welcome, and thank you for listening to another episode of the Emo Brown, the saddest Mexican podcast. What? Wow, Metiche Monday, no Caesar today. So let's get into it. That means I got to do all of the heavy lifting today. So I will. Because this a, is my podcast. I don't
1: think Caesar can lift anything heavy. Yeah. I think that's like
0: Dr. Oh, no, man. I'm, I'm hoping that my boy gets that taken care of ASAP. But here, from the top to the bottom, newest to oldest, let's go over the newest people. Yes. Joining our Dude, if I was to say over under 100 people on our Patreon, what would you say?
1: I would say over.
0: You are correct. are so popular. You are correct. From the newest to the oldest, Martin Casas. Bienvenido. Al programa de M.O. Brown, El Mexicano encabronado y muy triste. Mason Inocentes, welcome. Sir A- Sir Alex Rivera, well done. Matthew chavaría Roxana, Theo Collins, that's my godson. Omar Sánchez, oh, Omar Sánchez with an age. nice. Abby Hi, LeBron. Oh, Brian, Abby. Von. Ab, tell me about Abby.
1: Abby's rad as shit.
0: Okay, rad as shit.
1: She's been in the beer industry for years. She's
0: okay, I did this thing the same question I asked I last week. I have a week.
1: nickname. Her name is Doghole.
0: Doghole. Bienvenida, Doghole. We've been waiting for you. Ricky Romero, Elias Delgado of the world famous Bottle Rocket, Eric Ruiz, Maddie. Juan. Uh Bizal Dudu zoppity, Bibop. Oh, wow. I see what you're trying to do to you me. You're zippity trying to... Do-do? Yeah, he's trying to fuck me up. <laughs> Arcadio Mora, JC1, Pablo Cacahuates. He was on the trip this weekend. BJ, the gentleman, punk rocker, Hezbera, Mike, BB, pass. Evelyn Bernardo, <laughs> Bernardi, Sergio Uribe, El JP, Nicholas Cowker, Giovanni Correa, attorney at law. Copyright infringement. Oh, he quiet. handles it all. El... Colombiano, Tacos El Vaquero, really good mulitas. Ben Bikes for Beer, Hexes, Felipe, Reggie, Tony, Maggie Brennan, Beatriz Uribe, Claudia, Chef Claudia. She's going to be coming in back into town shortly. We have a lot
1: of mutual friends. We've actually
0: never met. You've never met Chef Claudia. No. Oh, better get your questions, and she will also be doing Metiche Monday within the next couple of weeks. Awesome. Valeria Tapia, Mikey Ferrar Justin Seleska, cool dude in North County. I don't say that very often. Matt Lawson, Aaron Hill, April El Kiki Montalvo, Freshman Munguia, Erica Mendoza, Albert Small Teeth, Aguirre, Ozzy Perez, Kevin Lewis. Kevin Lewis. He was on the bike ride and he paid with his own money. Michelin, Christine Benton, Oscar Uribe, Giovanni. What's up, boy? Page two. Adrián, el abuelo, Judith Bazurto, Rafa Garcia, Marino Gomez. I hung out with Marino this weekend. Was good dude. I love that guy. Izzy, Izzy Castillo, El Compamuskis, Daniel Ángeles, Celina Lugo, Brand Don, Brand Off, Sal Maldonado, Antonio Lopez Jr., I come up with this on my own. It's crazy, (laughs) right? It's like, you'd think I'd have a writer for all this shit. Josh Dexter, Dickie Islands, alias Ricardo Islas, Aisha Ali, Bridget. She was slinging beverages to us at Hoppy Days this weekend. Ed Anaya, Carla Caro, Hector Parra, TKO Deli, Sarah Salas, Liquor Store Mike, waiting to give you your gift card. Reach out and touch someone, Playboy. Sonia Baca, Robert Lara, Denise Moreno, Jerry Jimenez. Antonio Brito, Angel Fisher, Hernandez, Scott Donaghy, my favorite white guy. And I don't say that very often. No, you don't. Steve Juarez, El Primo, El Champ, Chupacabras, Ben, Jeff Lozano, JLo, Kimo. What's cracking for? so
1: good. I love Oscar.
0: He's, he's one of my favorite dudes on shit. the Discord. Fernan- we don't hang out enough, though.
1: He, he comes to see me.
0: All right, that's a privilege. <laughs> Fernando El Doyor Arce, Karen Small Barnett. Hey, that's me. If you pay enough money, you too could be a guest on hey, Mitchie's Monday. What? Wait,
1: wait, one second. Go ahead. Did you know that um, I was listening to Mitchie's Monday?
0: Say it again. So slow it down. Don't rolling. don't don't try to just rush through it.
1: I probably said it wrong, but I was listening to one of your Monday episodes a few <laughs> weeks ago, and um, my name wasn't called. Oh, it and was. And I was all, no, it wasn't. And I was like, what the fuck? And I looked at my card; had been declined for like two oh, months. Oh, really? And I'm like, oh shit. And I called Caesar. I'm like, well, I guess that's how you know.
0: I guess, yeah, because I, I just go with whatever's on the list. And no, this I list know. is updated daily. And I was
1: like, where's my name? And I'm like, oh. I don't
0: know, Karen, where's your name?
1: It's on there now. I paid.
0: Karen Barnett. I and we'll it. get into what you're all about as soon as we're done with this important shit. Sorry to... Ranting with Ramos. Good dude. Let me just say this. He's a good dude, guys.
1: Okay.
0: Alex from Long Beach. Samantha Reina Paul Costello. I rode with him. Jay Escobar. Lieutenant Oyos. I'm going to a police officer's ball. I'm sure I'm going to catch a lot of shit for it, but David Hoyos is a homie. Gus Gonzalez, my BFF, not yours. Jason Holleran, D-Rod, Daniel Rodriguez. Oliver Whitney, your barber, my barber, everyone's barber. Julio Palacios, Christian Moreno, losing my van. Rodrigo, Fernanda Gisbera, Amy, what an event you threw on Friday. Didn't go on Saturday. Ernesto Moreno, page three. Uh, Ben the Electrician, Junior Sierra Big Head. El Compita Gavin, my favorite Gavin, second to Bush, Rosdale, Tom Phillips, <laughs> Veronica Rocha, Alex Aguilar, John Gennaro is an Italian, Cesar Torres is an MIA, Estela Davila is my madrina de cervezas, and Ruben Lopez. It's like I've done this before, I love bro. It. It's like I've fucking done this before. I love it. All right.
1: Those are good people.
0: The voice you're listening to, that's Karen Barnett. Hi guys. She's been here now a record four times for a white person. I Only just want four? I want to make well we didn't air one one you were outlandish bro <laughs> you were you were I think that's when you were you were piped into the Donald Trump mentality I don't it's know ju- about that it's just that's a flu
1: that's a very aggressive accusation it's
0: just a flu everybody just needs to chill out we fast about forward and now a year and a half later is it still just a flu bro
1: we already talked about right. this. We've just had a whole episode about just this. I want to make
0: people remind, oh my remind people what's going on, this bro. This so early. Karen Barnett, you may have known her. I know her from many years ago when many. she came. Many. She came into my class at San Diego State and she delivered a speech and I was in awe. I was like, wow, I want to do what she does. That's awesome. We
1: were talking about the three-tier system. The
0: three-tier system. Really and worked. I
1: was representative of one of those. Retail. Terms. Yes.
0: Not distribution. No. Okay, cool. Yeah, I mean, you 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 sold me. Uh, and here we are now. It's, it's like a Make a Wish Foundation. I was like, oh my God, if, if I light <laughs> enough candles, Karen will come on the podcast. Karen Barnett, tell us a little bit about yourself for those who haven't listened.
1: Uh, I used to own a bar called Small Bar in University Heights for 11 years.
0: 11 years. Yeah. 11 years.
1: 11 years. Tell
0: It'll us a little bit about yet, that. Right? Your, your homie Matthew just showed up.
1: Matthew! <laughs> what
0: up, bro? alias Don Guapo. He's going to be on the podcast in a few.
1: Yeah, that's my buddy.
0: Have some beers, chill out, and we'll bring you right on, brother.
1: Uh, Yeah, 11 years at Small Bar. Um, Closed it last year at the end of the pandemic. Well, not the end of the pandemic, at the end of the year. Obviously, the pandemic is still strong with the, what's it called? Um, Omricon? I don't even know. What's it called? Omricon. can I tell you something? Mm. I don't watch the news anymore. Why not? Well, first of all, Uh, I'm not as worried because Trump's not in office. I felt like when he was in office, like, I was angrier. I was worried. What's he going to do next?
0: You're very political. Very anti-character. I wasn't before. No? Like, for
1: years, I wasn't before. I just felt like there were things I couldn't control. And now, I don't know, like, the last, I don't know, the last, like, five, six years, I've been just more aware. Maybe it's my Mm -hmm. age. I don't know.
0: So you're an entrepreneur. You killed it. And ultimately and the pandemic I, killed and you. I killed it. Yeah, yeah. it got, no, it got I, a you hold know, of you.
1: I, in retrospect, I can't blame it on the pandemic. There were a lot of things that went wrong with that business, either decisions that I made or um, or just life, you know, things I couldn't control.
0: Learning experiences. Oh, for sure. Yeah? For sure. Will you ever dip your toe in the uh, entrepreneurship?
1: 100%. Really? But right now, so um, now I'm the GM at Ponce's in uh, a Mexican restaurant mm. on Adams Avenue in Kensington. Your, what are you there? I'm the GM, general. Damn! Manager.
0: I mean, they hire white people to be a general manager they of a do. Mexican restaurant. To, Jesus Christ! You can talk to about that later. Oh my gosh! Um,
1: but yeah, it's fantastic. So um, the beauty of that is, like, I get to learn. Wait. So I'm totally self-taught, right? So you're
0: Karen. I'm a Karen. So when people come in and say, "Let me speak to your manager," they they're say. in fact talking to a Karen. You can ask. Jesus about Christ, that. man! They have to this say, "Like, like <laughs> are you sure?" She's a Karen. <laughs> she's a Karen. <laughs> no, really, she's a Karen. No,
1: really. Actually, I was um, serving drinks to a table the other night. And the server was standing there. Um, one of the girls, Linda, was standing there. And the customer was like, "Hey, uh, what do you call a Karen from Europe?" And I'm ha- I'm putting the drink down the table, <laughs> and I look at the server, and the server is like all wide eyed, and she's like, "Oh shit!" And then the customer stops, like, "What did I say?" And I look at the customer, and I'm like, "My name's Karen," <laughs> and she's like, "And I'm from oh, Europe." No, <laughs> <shit." laughs> well, I'm not. But my ancestors were. Mm-hmm. But it was just, it was funny. I don't give a shit. It doesn't bother me. It
0: doesn't bother you. No. It did once upon a time.
1: The only thing that bothers me is when it's like, uh, it's like a word for being a racist. Oh, I don't shit. like that. that, that bugs me.
0: Well, you can't be racist. You're a GM of a Mexican restaurant.
1: But I'm not, but that A highly touted
0: Mexican restaurant. I don't know Mexican why that restaurant. triggers me,
1: but it triggers me. I don't like it when it's synonymous with racism. You know what I mean? Like it can be synonymous with just being a dick. Like, you know, there's bad people out there, but I like to say use their name. Use their actual <laughs> fucking name.
0: Shame them. But yeah. what if their name is Karen?
1: Well then that's their name. <laughs> I can't
0: help that. Karen, how has your week been?
1: Uh, with the exception, I, I went to Disneyland for the first time in 22 years. Okay.
0: Oh, shit. Okay. It was but so much fun. You have to make reservations now? Or no? No. no. You can just show up. Yeah. Yes. Wifey and I are mulling the idea of getting uh, annual passes for ourselves.
1: Actually, I have no idea. I don't know why I just said that. My friend um, Andy, uh-huh. Andy Harris, owns Grando Barbecue.
0: Okay, I went with him. Ooh, his that was wife. A, a subtle dick drop. He go should ahead. Should go there
1: because mm-hmm. it's fucking rad. Right. Um. Yeah, uh, I went with he, his wife, and his son, and uh, they set it all up. I was. I went for free. So you don't even know? No, I had to take a step back. W- Wifey
0: and I no are idea. looking at getting annual passes. And just the cheap ones, the the ones that let us go through like Monday through Thursday or some shit. And um, we're not gonna get it for the kids. Yes, for us. Yeah. So they're gonna go to school, do their thing. So much fun. And then we're just gonna dip.
1: But can I tell you something? I'm ready. So then I uh, shared a hotel room with his son, who's Mm. 15 years old. Drove home the next day. He was like dripping snot. Then I got sick two days later.
0: Damn. So
1: that that's the only part that sucked. Otherwise, Disneyland was so much fun. I had been there
0: twice. Which variant are you carrying right now?
1: Karen ending.
0: Oh, did that sound like Karen? <laughs> <Yes>. ESL. <laughs> you better not be carrying a variant.
1: No, no you, I know. I took. Yeah, you told I, me. I told yeah. you. I took three. It's the only
0: test. reason I'm risking my health well, here.
1: I mean, I work at a restaurant. I got to make sure I'm not walking in there with anything. You know.
0: We the general gotta, manager we have to shut restaurant. Down.
1: We gotta shut down. Do you
0: work? Do you work at the restaurant? What does a general yeah. manager do? No, I don't know. What does a general manager do?
1: I oversee the flow of the floor. I mm. make sure that everybody, like, if someone's thinking, you know, a server's overwhelmed, bartender's overwhelmed, I jump in where they need me. Otherwise, I make sure the customers are happy. I make sure the staff has what they need so they can be
0: successful. I only ask because at UPS we have managers and they don't do shit. They just kind of watch us sink and drown and, and fail. Well,
1: they're assholes. They should jump in and They help
0: are who they are, Ruben.
1: They should jump in and help you. Oh, Ruben. <laughs> Fucking
0: Ruben. Fucking Ruben.
1: It's always a Ruben.
0: Always. So Disneyland was overwhelmingly packed or subtly- It was
1: actually really busy because it was Thanksgiving
0: really? week. I thought they were like they were capping people coming in.
1: Maybe they were, but it was still a lot of people. I mean, they were running like the canoes and both the big old boats were going, which seemed like- over And full. so
0: there was lines and everything? Mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know how I feel about that yet. I think I, had, I got so spoiled with not having to go anywhere or not do anything that lines are now like, why? why? I hadn't
1: been there in so long. It was, I had a
0: blast. Damn, you went.
1: And I'd never been to California Adventure. That wasn't even there. You did the both of them time. in one yeah. day? Yeah. That's that outlandish. was there the last time.
0: Oh, that's crazy Karen. So crazy like, Karen. The
1: credit coaster was super fun. I was terrified on guardians of galaxy, but then I fucking loved it. Interesting
0: side note. Karen Barnett also does meal preps. I do. I need to get in on that heavy now. What do you mean? I started, and sometimes well, because UPS. Yeah, it's gonna fuck me up. So
1: can I tell you something? Yeah, I'm ready. I have a new nickname for you. Oh shit! I call you Steve Jobs.
0: Steve Jobs. Oh.
1: Yeah, <laughs> and it's not because you're so successful. <laughs> oh no, here it's we because go. Because you have eight fucking jobs,
0: dude. It's I have a lot of jobs, but it's crazy. How many jobs,
1: Jeff? You have? you have like five jobs. Uh, you are you run a brewery. Mm, which- I don't.
0: Uh, you know what? Here, let, let's let's no, pull no, no, back no, the no. curtain, my no, friend. For four years, I ran a brewery with Kevin. You know, we did it, hardcore. Pandemic hit, fifth year came up. I, I tapped glasses on the shoulder and said, hey bro, you are now in charge of things that I did. I will do, do what I need to do behind the scenes.
1: Do you or do you not shove to staff meetings? Oh yeah, yeah. Are yeah. you here? I came in here one day, you were vacuuming the floor. Remember yeah. I delivered yeah, yeah. you food one day? I mean, hey, you I gotta vacuum.
0: I'm, I'm, I gotta make sure shit is good. You do yeah? not care. I do, this you is do this so. is my, okay. I'm very proud of Job this Job number one. Go ahead. Job number two. Mm. Alwood. Yeah, Alwood is even less because uh, I have a very OCD partner in Matt who takes care of everything. While I'm at work, do
1: you make and, decisions? Yeah, we we, we
0: collectively. Yeah. You know, yeah, you know. Yeah. I'll bring I bring shit to the table.
1: Yeah. You know. Okay. Job number three.
0: U P S. Jesus Christ. Taking your ass right now. Yeah. Right now. It. Right now, bro. Right now it was the first day of twelve forty five start times.
1: Okay. Job number
0: four. Uh. Email on podcast. Oh, the podcast. Yeah. yeah. An
1: award. That's a thing. Podcast. Oh, I might add. for sure. I keep I hearing. See, I see a award on the wall. That's, That's a subtle dig drop. 2021. Cause year, when the, the winner, person
0: I'm talking to is looking at me. local And then I see podcast. them, I see them look up. I'm like, they're only looking at one thing. And then they look down at me and it's more like an air of like, oh wow, you did that. And then they look up again I'm proud and of they you. look at me again. I'm like, that's right. I'm so
1: proud of that's you. That's right. Okay, Go ahead. job number five. I don't know. Board member, Emo Brown Foundation, oh yeah,
0: president, that's a lot of work. <clears throat> president, and we're raising a lot of money right now. Gratitude ride was a fucking success. You know, everything is cool right now. I'm excited. Yeah, are, you're things, doing great. I need sleep.
1: You're doing amazing. John I need more six. drugs.
0: I don't know. I don't have any, I don't, that's it.
1: Wonderful husband, oh, father.
0: And father, those I mean, little I kids.
1: I don't know how wonderful you are, but you, it appears to be on social media.
0: 16 years. Oh, I don't post a lot of shit about that <laughs> in social media. I, I know, I don't want to be that guy. You do
1: though, I mean. I post
0: the shit that's like, funny.
1: Fucking pumpkin like, patch, no, and you, well, I mean, you, know, you do shit, it's awesome. We, we have to do shit. Vacations. Yeah, we have so to do So I shit. just counted six things. Mm. Mm. Do you think Casey, Steve Jobs
0: do, do you do I appreciate that thank you do you feel that parents relationship we're a direct recipient of the same we mirror what we saw growing up
1: yes and no okay. I think it's both I think you try to pull the good things mm, out of how you're mm. raised you know and then I think you you have to you have to cater to the modern times things change
0: I had you know? a fairly smooth sailing childhood growing up you know both my parents are still together you know um my grandparents on both sides were together, you know, until they passed. And my abuelita is the last one standing, the I matriarch. Saw that picture Bro, so cute. those are the things that I like, you know. But
1: like your kids were so happy in it. She everyone's was happy. happy. It wasn't
0: forced, it was like very chill and everyone's having a it good was very time. Candid. It was amazing. Those are the things that make me happy. And I'm just curious and asking because I look at um, Wifey and my relationship and we try to do the same thing because her parents are still together. And our kids are little, they don't understand, but I, I, I've told them, I said, you don't know how lucky you guys are that your parents are still together. And your grandparents are still together and we all hang out, you know, and we, everyone talks to each other, you know, that, that, that that's not very common. So when it comes to me, like trying to reciprocate what was there for me when I was little, all I know is that my parents were always working and any opportunity they got, they took us on vacation. Them hoes are on vacation right now. They're on a cruise ship.
1: And I think the other thing that's important for kids is to like see you work out problems mm. because when things happen. You know, hard, there's hard times always. It doesn't mean it's going to be dramatic, but, you know, your your kids are going to see you work things out. And I think yeah. that's really important. Are you
0: mad at daddy? He's like, no, we're just talking. Sounds like you're mad at daddy. He's like, no, we're just, we're just talking, you know? And then i said, say, hug me. Give me a kiss on the cheek or something. I want them to see that we love each other. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, you're going to kiss daddy. So it's like, I just want to make sure that, you know, they see everything.
1: Yeah, it's important. Yeah, they
0: see us yell and talk shit to, like, the, I talk shit to my kids. Like, hey, bro, like, I'm your daddy. Yeah. You're gonna get a little shit talk to you, you know, in, in the it's most important. generic, like non—how do you say bad word? Uh, non bad wordy way, I guess, non yeah. profanic way. Right. And and it works, you know. The kids okay. are very respectful. I just want to raise little dudes that are chill and 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 and, and law abiding chill. I don't think they're no, chill. they're fucking. They're a handful. I bet they're crazy. But just seeing them, you got a dog. I got a. Yeah, and I seen them and my godson, like with my grandma who's ninety four, and then like these little dudes. It's like, all right, cool. I feel like that, my friend, was a check mark on on things to get accomplished in my lifetime. I want them to experience the same love that she shows for us On anytime I see her. And I'm her favorite, duh, who fucking, who's who else was gonna be?
1: I had a grandma that would tell everybody they're her favorite. No, like, my
0: grandma only talks secretly. to me. She, she secretly flips everyone she'd else off. Go,
1: oh my baby, that's what she'd say every time.
0: So you were in LA, how was traffic?
1: Uh, I wasn't driving, but it was fine.
0: I was in LA and traffic was shit. Well,
1: traffic's always shit in LA. Well, I mean- five I- is the worst, you know what? I actually was, I was a nanny for a little bit this last year Mm. and um, I had to drive to Vista. The 405 is just like the 78 or I should say vice versa. 78 is fucking awful. The
0: 78 might as well be the 405 because I don't know what the 78 is. If it's it's north of the 54, it doesn't make sense to me. I'm just gonna tell you that shit right now. probably
1: Caesars like favorite route. I
0: I live in a box and it's all in the South Bay.
1: It's like Escondido to Oceanside. Oh
0: fuck, there's nothing for me there. awful. There's nothing for me there.
1: But like 405 is awful. LA's, the LA traffic is ridiculous.
0: So this weekend, Karen, let me update you on what went down. We had the gratitude ride go down. The gratitude ride is a, uh, it's, I look back on my memories on, on uh, Instagram. This is like the third year we've done it or the fourth year we've done it. The first two year, we just pimped it out as like a South Bay pub crawl where we hit up Manchete, We hit up a uh, Manhattan we hit up Alwood and came to the brewery. We did that a couple of times. And then last year we actually, you know, we put, uh, a, a cause behind what we wanted to do. And we were able to raise some fundage for three local schools and, and, and families of those schools. And we got the police and the fire department to donate some bikes and we gave it to them. And that was actually what initiated the spark and the flicker of what we wanted to do with Emo Brown Foundation. So when the time came around, we did it again this year. And I got to take a step back and realize, because man, there's, I don't have enough fucking time in the day to be planning these things and organizing these things and pulling these things off. But we we did it. like We, we pulled it off. And we were able to raise the money and we're going to be able to give, you know, the mark is always 3000, you know? So, so long as we meet the $3,000 mark, which we did, that's all I want. That's awesome. So it's like, fuck, all the people came out. It was a good time. Um, We had a little hiccup with our, our, uh, our shirts that we had to deliver, but they didn't come in in time, but Chica's going to get them out to you guys ASAP. So don't, I don't want any fucking hate mail. It's just chill. It's all going to be good. So the gratitude ride was uh, a success. You don't understand yes. how much uh, stress I carry on these events. I, but-
1: I do understand because I used to throw a lot of events and I'm a perfectionist. I'm, I think we're a lot alike in that we want to control everything. We want to make sure everything's perfect.
0: Do you think of controlling?
1: Well, we want to make sure things are perfect. I
0: like to start shit, you know, and like see it. To the end, you know, if I'm gonna yeah. if I'm gonna like say I mean. like let's do this, I'm gonna be there until the fucking end. Yeah. But I, I like to take a step back and have the people that are with me like help out and, and lend a helping hand. You know. Yes,
1: but also like you care about the perception of the people that are um, participating.
0: My biggest you fear is failure, Karen. My biggest fear is failure. I know that
1: about you. You know, so I it's actually like actually know
0: that about you. It, it's like I, I'm driven by that shit. It's like okay, cool. I said it. It's out there. We got to get it done. Yep. You know, so this is 100%. like one of the last things that for the year we have one more thing. But this one was like a big stress ball on me and it obviously it doesn't require a lot it's just a bike ride and we drank at three different spots sanctum south bay tap house and hobby days thank you dino thank you caesar thank you fucking everybody at, at hobby days ben and, and bridget and then the homie muskies like they were all there it was awesome and then that's what makes it fun yeah you know we bring people to them they're already busy but them opening up early and allowing us to bring people to them just makes me happy and Congrats. I'm trying to be a happy guy now that I'm older. You know, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I,
1: you've, had, you've turned a corner the last, uh, or page or whatever it's called. Why?
0: What the was your perception year. of me before?
1: Uh, you're a little cocky. You're mm. still cocky, but there's an air that like you care more about your community than you did before. And um, I'm, I'm proud of you. Uh,
0: I have Chula Vista tattooed on my body. I care about my community.
1: Well, you may have been fronting back then, but now
0: Damn, what a hater. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Karen has made an appearance to the fucking set today. Hell yeah. I'm just kidding. So Gratitude Ride was awesome. And now the last thing we need to get out of the way is the winter formal. Are you going? i going. A, are you really? I'm going. All right, cool. So the winter formal is December 11th. You have until November 29th. <gasps> you have until Wait, today. Today. You know, I, I might extend it. Is this going to release today? Yeah, I'm going to release it today. I'm going to extend it until Wednesday. You're going to have until December 1st I'm excited. to log up, log up, sign up.
1: Are we really dressing formal? That's up to you. Are you wearing a tuxedo?
0: That's up. Uh,
1: uh, what are you wearing?
0: I'm going to wear what I wear. A- and you are you wearing sequins? I'm going to wear what I'm going to wear. And it's up to people to decide what they're going to wear Karen. But you have until Wednesday, December 1st, to become a member of the Emo Brown Social Club. If not for all the cool shit that you get and all the cool shit that we do with the money, currently we have over 110 people signed up, which is over like $1,700 that we get monthly that we put into our foundation account so awesome. that we use for events like the uh, the, the charity, the gratitude ride, and, and giving people, you know a helping hand when needed, other foundations who need that help support. We're here for all of that. You know, it's like, we're fortunate enough that we're in a position where we can use this money for good and, and you know, and not be like, oh, well I'm keeping this money. It's like, no, we opened a foundation. This is a nonprofit. This is what we're using it for. We're using it for events. We're using it to use other fundraising mo- events. We're using it to purchase uh, merchandise and give to all of you beautiful people. But on Wednesday, if you're not a member, you ain't invited. You should go. You're not no, invited to the up. Emo Brown Winter Formal.
1: Can I tell you something? I'm ready. So, um, signing on with Pontes, I was able to be a part of that catering for mm-hmm. the scholarship dinner. And it was so rad to sit in that room and to listen to the recipients of that scholarship and talk about where they want to go in life, and how like and how, like how cool it was to receive that.
0: I got a little teary-eyed and when I, I was talking to somebody. I did too. Yeah, it was weird. I totally
1: got teary-eyed. I don't
0: have emotions like that, but I this, this young lady brought it out of me, and I'm I was a like, total oh,
1: sap. oh. I'm a total sap. And
0: I felt all I you guys it. looking at me when she was talking to me. I just kind of turned around. I was like, oh, man, they're all looking at me. I better not.
1: It was amazing. It
0: was cool. Yeah. It was it was awesome. And thank you and Ponce's for stepping up and helping us out. You guys are awesome. It's what it's, and you know what? It's one thing that I kind of found out along the way is that people want to help. People want to be a part of something that is good and leads toward a bigger goal. Yeah. You know, I feel like maybe, maybe pre-pandemic, I was more of a prick. I feel like I'm still an asshole, but it's like a, an asshole for good. You know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah. Exactly. I'm a Karen for good.
0: That's my hashtag. Oh man, Karen for good. Karen for good. That, that's like I put that shit on a shirt. <laughs> so the gratitude ride done. The winter formal coming up. Make sure you sign up. Make sure you are part of the uh, social club if you want to be invited to this beautiful thing. Over one hundred and ten people are in there right now. We'll see who goes. Catered by TKO Deli. I will not tell you where it's going to be because I don't want you guys just to crash you the party. Just show up. It's also going to be a, a white elephant gift exchange, which I don't know Why what is it is. White elephant. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. I've been calling it the pink elephant for like the last couple of weeks, and they're like, "No, bro, it's the white elephant." The white elephant. I am like, okay, okay. I don't know what it is. Bring a gift. That's all I know.
1: It's a bring a gift gift, gift exchange. It can, a, it can be a gag. It can be something nice.
0: Okay. All right. All right. December eleventh. That's the day, guys. RSVP if you're a member. If you're not a member, sign up. Let's Go. get it She'll going. Be super fun. That is it for events and everything on the Discord. Let's see what have I been up to. I went to LA.
1: Can I tell you I love the Discord?
0: What? What do you love about the Discord? What is the Discord? Sell me on the Discord.
1: Okay. So the Discord is anybody who is a Patreon of Emo Brown, they get to be a part of this like um, chat room type thing, message board. And it's you know, there's some there's some shit talking, but it's, it's mostly like friendly love, banter. Yeah, friendly banter. Nothing's ever like ugly or gross. Has
0: it ever gone ugly? No. I'm, re- I'm really bad in the discord. I don't, no. it's always like the, I don't get in there as much as I want to.
1: I check in like once a week, but mm. I don't catch up with like what people have been saying, but there's people that are posting like every day. Yeah. Conversation's always happening. It's always have a great day, everybody, or, you know, talking about like political events or just things happening, you know, um, that we're all just like, well, that's fucked up.
0: <laughs> you know, <Yeah>. like
1: commiserating <laughs> sometimes. Um, sometimes, but a lot of positivity. Good. Yeah, I love it. Do so we talk about mental health? We talk about it just—it gets it, deep in there.
0: It, it, it does truly get deep in there, and I do enjoy popping in there. I just don't get enough time to get in there as much and as I, I want. I don't know
1: all those people. I don't, think, few, I don't think I don't think fifty percent
0: of the people know each Aisha. other. We meet at the events, you know. Like I'm still yeah. meeting people that are part of the the social club. At Events, but
1: it's not awkward it's uh, like, at all. It's you like know? you show up and you meet people, and you're like, it's
0: like an AOL chat room, cool. you know? Let's, let's just dial it back to 1998. All right, we're in an AOL chat what's your room, ASL? and ASL is like, uh, back then it was 21, a um, male Bonita, you know? <laughs> and then it was like, all right, cool, where are you from? And then it was like, oh, like Ramona, whatever. Yeah. I was like, all right, cool, we can hang out. That's what this is like because when you meet in person, it's like, fuck what's up, Karen? Yeah. Tell totally. me about your week at Ponza's. That's know? how
1: I became good friends with Chemo. Kimo.
0: Kimo's a good dude. He's a, he's a North guy. County cat. Yeah. He comes down here, he but not. He comes down
1: a lot, actually. Nice. Yeah, he's a good guy. I'm happy
0: the Discord is working for good. Yeah. There's because there's so many people in there, so it's awesome. I yeah. don't have to be in there all of the time, you know?
1: No, you don't. It's, it's yeah, it's awesome.
0: Once upon a time, you told me you want to be a stand up comedian.
1: <laughs> really? That's right? what you want to talk about today? Right. Yeah. Am I right or wrong? Yeah, I'll still do it someday. Really? Yeah.
0: Do you have how many? I write
1: stuff all the time. How
0: many minutes do you have under your belt?
1: It changes because yeah. it's a lot of like pop culture stuff, so it changes. I remember the first thing I was writing was about how I didn't want to get a cell phone. Mm. So think about what year that probably was.
0: Nineteen ninety-six. No,
1: it was like <laughs> it was like two thousand two. I was t- I was <sighs> writing stuff about how I didn't want to be found. I didn't want to have a cell phone. Like it was this whole thing about not wanting a cell phone because everybody was getting them
0: then. And now yeah. they're getting ear cancer or something. Remember they told us that's what's going to happen. Guys, don't put your cell phone in your pocket because you'll get testicular cancer. Yeah, Look at underneath that. a
1: power line. Fear
0: mongering since yeah. day one. Well, the reason I ask you about being a stand-up comedian is because Wifey and I took a trip up to LA to watch Anthony Jeselnik. I know, we He's about my this. fucking favorite comedian. Well, you
1: went to my favorite venue.
0: First time there. And thank you for that insider Largo. pro tip. Largo, Largo is a
1: rad venue. I checked I check their calendar probably once a month just to see if there's anything that I want to see on one of my days
0: off. Jessel Nick is there once a month. Sarah Silverman is there once a month. There's a bunch of comedians that have residency and they go in once a month and they, he said, he was on stage and he was like, I come here and I work out material. I told
1: you that, yeah. He's like, my goal
0: is to get an hour worth of material. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna, cause it was cool. Cause he came out in the, in the beginning before everybody came out. He's like, hey, I know you're here to see me, yes. Fawn, whatever. This is my, this is what's gonna go on. Did
1: he bring friends? Oh yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And he brought a dude named Eric Griffin, who's the shit. I was like, oh wow, I know him somewhere from TV, but this guy's amazing. And they, these guys are cool cause they just command the stage yeah. and they just kinda like, they're in their well, zone. it's such and a know. small
1: room and yeah. it's like super intimate. It's like 200
0: people, yeah, right? Yeah, 250 totally. And so you get down there, he's like, hey, this is what I'm doing today. I'm trying to get 45 minutes for my next show. I'm gonna work on some old stuff. You might hear something very familiar. But for now here, my friend, yeah, yeah, you know, Yeah. it's cool. I have never really wanted to be a stand-up comedian, but I've always wanted to kind yes, of, I wanted to be a funny guy, you know? So I don't know how to, are, that, I don't you know how to, a yeah, but I don't know how to channel it, you know? Like, I, like I feel like-
1: Steve Jobs, you don't need one more.
0: But I feel like this this podcast kind of like, it, it 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 checks that box for me. Like it did, cause I don't try to be funny. I don't write shit down like, Oh, I'm going to say yeah. this this is going to yeah. be funny. I just write topics. i like, let's talk about this. Karen's coming in, let's talk about, you know, white ap- culture appropriation. That's what they do best. Let's, let's do this, you know? And it works and then along the line, I feel like it just kind of ends up funny. I yeah. don't try to be funny. It just kind of happens that way. You have
1: to way. talk to Matthew next door about it. He was a up
0: Oh, hell yeah. We're going to talk about that. Dog. Don't wapo <laughs> in the he's house really today. Don't in the house, man. We're going to talk about comedians. <laughs> it was awesome to watch him go through his process of working out his material. Yeah, Like he got up there, he talked. He's like, mm, you can kind of say, this is not going to hit. I'm going to say it anyway. And he was just kind of talking and doing his thing. And I fell in love with being a comedian. I was like, I want to be a comedian. I'll probably never do it, but it was just one of those things. I was like, oh, yeah. I could see myself doing that and probably doing it very mediocre Lee mediocre kind of- doing it in a mediocre way. Yeah,
1: thank you. I didn't know how to do
0: <laughs> it. Doing it in that. a mediocre way because these guys are just fucking polished. Yeah. I saw this dude go up, command the fucking stage, rip off a few fucking one-liners, and I was like, dude, if you've never seen Anthony Jesson, like, Two shows he's on Netflix.
1: Kind of a dick, right?
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I'd like to model myself around that kind of person. Before I knew who he was, I was like, oh shit, I like this guy, and I was like, well, yeah, he's like you. I was like, oh, real? Thank you. And I perked up a little bit. I was excited. <laughs> Check <laughs> out his shows yeah. on Netflix. He's got all of his albums on Spotify. It's fucking awesome. You know, yeah, it, he's like the king of the one-liners. He's like a Don Rickles for, for our generation. Not racist. Was Don, Don Rickles? So oh, but I mean, in the 50s and 60s, that was fucking par for the chorus, bro. That
1: doesn't make it okay. Well, in the 1950s... That's why we take statues and oh, shit down man. there.
0: You did that? Which, one, which, which statue did you target and take down? I
1: didn't take anything down. Oh, I'm just saying. That's why it's, you know, you don't idolize.
0: How much do you suffer from white guilt?
1: Uh, and is that really a thing? That's actually a really good question. I think it is a thing. Um, I don't suffer from it because I... A, I'm not racist, but B, um, I, are you racist if you say you're not racist? <laughs>
0: <laughs> tell, tell me you're not racist. If your name
1: is Karen and you say you're not racist, are you actually racist? Um,
0: Cause I hear people talk about white guilt and I don't know if it's real, I don't know if it's just a jab.
1: Well, there's a lot of like, you feel bad. You yeah. feel bad that like your people were fucked up for a long time, but like, I know it was not my hands. I think about my parents or like my grandparents and I think like, why didn't they do anything? Like, why were you okay with the culture then? But-
0: They weren't woke.
1: (laughs) No, but like, what are you supposed to do? And, but also, I don't know. But also like, you don't know what their experiences were one-on-one, social media makes everything more amplified today. You know, like we know way more than I did when I was a kid.
0: Do you You think, in a sense, I think shit's always been the same. I just think there's more of a spotlight on things now. You know, I think there's a flashlight in areas and the nooks and crannies where things were otherwise dark.
1: I think people don't want to talk about what they're uncomfortable with. Mm. And they don't want to rock the boat. And I think the boat needs to be fucking rocked.
0: Wifey was watching some shit on Netflix. uh, The Colin Kaepernick story. And I I was kind of in and out because... I work early now. So I I, uh, I
1: got really riled up when yeah? shit was happening.
0: So it made me I, angry. I was kind of asleep, you know, because I'm, I'm in bed by seven ish and asleep like by seven thirty ish. Yeah.
1: You have crazy yeah so I
0: was like kind of watching. I was like, oh, this shit's kind of interesting. All right. I watch and it. I just kind of uh, Netflix. Okay, so it. so it's a story where he's kind of like uh, narrating himself as a child and the experiences that he went through. And I'm like, oh shit! If that really happened, that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. You know, like that's that's. I'm sure it did. Yeah, and I'm sure to an extent most of it did. And I'm like, but how much of it is just kind of like, you know, let me fluff this story? And if it's on TV, it's going to be a little bit of pro- production. But I'm all yeah, like, yeah,
1: they always edit things to make something more dramatic. But maybe it wasn't. Maybe it was. If it best. wasn't,
0: that's some fucked up shit. Yeah. And, I, and 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 I see why all of his past experiences led to what he did, and he wanted to use his celebrity and his opportunity in the spotlight to call these things out I have no problem with it you know in this fucking world you gotta worry about yourself and your care, your, your loved ones and that's it Yep. if it fucks with your life then I, I see where you're gonna like activate it you know I'm jumping in but somebody's saying some shit about their experience isn't gonna bother me cause that's not my experience you know if you, you wanna talk about it do your thing you're gonna piss people off
1: yes but it makes me wanna advocate for other people who are maybe currently experiencing that like truly it makes me want to reach out and like make sure people are okay, or or at least like I know that obviously there's a ton of white people that like follow me, right? And I want to make sh- I want to make it a norm that like we don't behave like this, we don't act like this, we re- we re- we lift each other
0: up. Karen, the leader of the whites. That's all I heard. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Karen, the leader of the whites.
1: Nobody wants that. Like literally, nobody <laughs> wants that. But I'm serious though. I think it's important to like set a good example.
0: Do you think that's new? I want to say I saw a lot of this as soon as the pandemic hit. I
1: think that's what social media should be for. Mm. I think it should be setting good examples.
0: Okay. It's a crazy time we live in.
1: It's bananas. Every, everything,
0: for better or for worse, is, is under it's a microscope. Al- there's
1: always been a crazy time for somebody. Yeah. I mean, I can't even fathom the idea of like somebody being lynched in my neighborhood or like, you know what I mean? Like, I can't even fathom. That happening. But at the same time, like.
0: And these things are happening now in real time, dude. Think
1: about like, you know, the kids that show up at school with guns and shit. Like that that's scary shit, you know? And because it's not happening to you, that's still something that I think we should all be involved in preventing because it could happen. That could happen at your kid's school, you know? And I think it's really important that we all recognize that like, I don't know, we we have to do something and not wait until it happens to you. Being you a parent know?
0: has opened my eyes. And, and you know what? I was an asshole before, and I guess I was cocky. Before? Yeah. Before. No, I, I, well, I like you know this what I mean. Before part raw. I was more raw before. Yeah. In the sense where, like, eh, yeah, whatever. I don't give a yeah. fuck. I didn't have kids. I was like, whatever. I didn't see. Oh,
1: like, I, I was wild. You I know. know.
0: Yeah. I, I don't don't didn't know. have ramifications.
1: That I know of. but oh,
0: I was wild. That that works for women too. Weird.
1: Well, I was an egg donor.
0: Oh, okay. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. you flipped they're it on there. me. Yeah. They're, they're out there. Oh, they're out. Oh man, there's a little bunch of sarcastic Irish kids running around. I
1: actually have a joke where I'll send like. Things on Instagram to my friends, like some kid being just batshit crazy with just a emoji of an egg. And I'm like, mm, that's probably mine.
0: <laughs> Once upon a time when I was young and 18, I was on a cruise ship. And on that cruise ship, we were linked up with a family. Cause at dinner you get to sit with another family or whatever. And they were from Norway. And I, I swear to God, I think I have a Norwegian kid right now. You I, slept with somebody? I, and I tell wifey, I was like, Hey, I think I have a Norwegian kid. And one day, one day, one day this, there's this little kid was gonna be like seven feet tall because I think Norwegians are big, you know, and they don't well, get. You a,
1: slept with her. What'd she look like?
0: She was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> You're dumb. I was like 17, 18, and it was one of those. Uh, Wait, what's you it weren't called? with Wifey then. No. I thought <laughs> no. you
1: guys were like high school sweethearts. No,
0: I didn't even go to high school with her. Like when I graduated from high school, I think she was in middle school. Why
1: did I think you guys knew each other like in? June? We did.
0: So a little background okay. on Wifey on me. Uh, I've known Wifey's family since she was four and I was seven or eight. And we used to go on camping trips together. And she'd also tell me that, yeah, you were an asshole. You roasted
1: weenies together? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Did she test? No. I don't know where you're going with that. (laughs) She would tell me, you were an asshole and you were cocky. So you've, pretty much solidified that as well, saying that today.
1: And then she's like, I would love to have three children just and But
0: there's photos of her just kind of peering out of the RV. Somebody took a picture of her looking out the window and out that window is me on on a three-wheeler like all fucking doing my thing. so cute. So you know, fast forward like 12 years later, it's her quinceanera and her sister's sweet 16 and they combined the fiesta together. So I was her sister's chambelan, like her main dance partner and shit. That's how that works, Karen. I believe you guys call it a, a debutante. An-
1: I've never been to any no? sweet sixteen or quintinetta.
0: What is a debutante? Is that, am I right? I no. Okay. Fuck.
1: Um, so yeah, and I then that like I was like a rich white person. I, know, I have bro. no idea what that
0: means. White people are rich to me. So I've known her, and we've been in, in each other, in and out of each other's lives since we were little. You know, and that at the time that I approached wifey, I was dating a white girl, and I was like, hey, how are you? This is how old I am. We're like, what's your email address? So we exchange email addresses That's weird. so we can like get on, uh, I think we use like a a, a messenger? messenger or some shit. Like AOL. Yeah. And so yeah. we would just start like talking, hey, let's, let's, what let's catch up. What
1: was your AOL chat name? Oh,
0: fuck. Uh, mine Steve was, Scandal.
1: Mine was Karen B5000.
0: What does that even mean? I
1: don't know. <laughs> I just thought it sounded like futuristic or something.
0: <laughs> Beep, boop, boop. <laughs> I think mine was Steve Scandal or Laser Latino. I also
1: had Barfly 420.
0: Bar Fly for, yeah, Oh that's, God, that's you are such 19. a sublime slash Bucko Nine fan. Uh,
1: that those days. Yeah. Yes.
0: I'm telling you, Bar little, Fly 420.
1: I'm not afraid to admit this, even though it embarrasses me greatly.
0: There was some Cottonmouth Kings in there. Thank God I don't know what that means.
1: Oh, awful band. Yeah. Awful, awful band. I saw some guy in the restaurant the other day wearing one of those hats. Is
0: that like, like the insane clown dude, posse? I know. Is it is it really? It,
1: I mean, they aren't clowns, but oh. they're clowns.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I think I have a Norwegian child. All right. Yeah. So yeah, it's it, I've had I've had dreams I told why I was like, oh, it's weird. One day is this. Have little... you
1: done 23 and me or any of those like ancestors? my sister
0: did. My sister did, but that I mean, I didn't figure to you do my own. that way. Really? Yeah. I'll never do that shit then. Fuck I that. Won't. I have three boys, and that's I won't all. I will do it. <laughs> I think
1: so. I donated my eggs eight times, mm. oh, and they shit. gather
0: lots of them. How right? much did you get for an egg?
1: It started at five grand, and it ended. The last few were like ten grand,
0: bro. So you made not s-
1: per egg, per like donation. So
0: how many donations did you go in?
1: I did eight times.
0: So you got at least eighty gs.
1: Uh, it was no, because they started at five, so they were probably like maybe around sixty.
0: Is there probably? an age range that you can go in? And-
1: yeah, you can only do it up until you're twenty eight. So my doctor actually made me retire.
0: Damn.
1: Yeah. But I was, I, so the reason I kept Hall of it, fame the, eggs or what? The first time I did it, mm. cause they put you in this portfolio. You put in all these pictures, you talk about yourself and who you are, whatever. So like, the. so it's in, like
0: speed dating on a whole different fucking yeah, platform.
1: Parents like go through this book and they look at you and they see what you look like and see your traits and all the things. Right. So I was like, they told me I was in demand, which I think is funny. But what,
0: what the fuck, what, what did they see that was in demand though? I
1: don't know. I was cute. Cause
0: you're know. a white lady, huh?
1: I mean, I, I don't know.
0: Hmm.
1: I probably, it was probably my writing more than anything, honestly. And my, <laughs> and I was a cute kid. So like, it was probably all that. But, um, so I did it the first time and I had to fly to Connecticut to do it. And it's supposed to be fairly anonymous. Like they're not supposed to be able to contact you. And they called my hotel room. The mom did. And she started telling me how she's in her forties. And um, she was told at that time, like she could have a career and have kids later, you know? And then, She's like, I got into my forties and I couldn't have kids. I didn't, we didn't know our bodies couldn't do it. And so I was crying, she was crying. It was like a three hour conversation. And I remember hanging up the phone and I was like, I'm gonna do this as many times as I can. Like money, oops. I'm like, money is no, like, it doesn't matter to me. Money comes and money goes. Like giving someone a fucking child- That's crazy. Is is like priceless, right?
0: What'd your parents think at the time?
1: I didn't tell them, they're very Catholic. And I never told my dad. I actually told my mom after my dad died. But I never, I never told them. But I, I'm happy I did it, you know, because like it gave me extra cash flow. Yeah, but like I would, I. But that's like,
0: like not cash flow. That's like that's money. Like, but
1: I would adopt like families for Christmas and like buy them all the presents, like n- other families, you know, like through churches or something. Um, money comes when it goes, you know. I drank it. I ate it. I traveled things white
0: people say for a hundred, Alec.
1: It does though. It does. Oh
0: man, that's but crazy. I gave someone a-
1: I gave someone children. Yeah, that's like a, that's, that's that they couldn't the have. The gift. I like can imagine wanting parenthood. kids and you can't have them. I know. You know, and I didn't know if I wanted kids and I was like, I'm the youngest
0: of 10. We take that for and granted. I was like,
1: I'm pretty fertile. I might as well just like, here, take them. It's like having a blanket you don't need. Here. Have we, we, a blanket. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, your ovaries are cold?
0: Here, warm. Have mine. Here.
1: My ovaries will warm yours. We
0: take that for granted. Like, my wife and I are very blessed. I don't even use that word. I always feel like a hypocrite using the word blessed cuz I'm not religious. I'm not I don't believe in, in religion or, or anything like that. I believe in, like in, in spirituality, I do too. hippie moment, Same. or in like in a higher being. But anytime I say bless or somebody says blessed, I'm like, oh, I don't know if I can say that shit. Cause I'm I not really. I know
1: what you're saying, but I don't know another word for it. Yeah. But yeah, I know what you're saying.
0: I feel very blessed that wifey and I were able to, you know, procreate you can and hit our mark. the
1: universe has blessed you.
0: I mean, blessed is still in there. Maybe. And then I just added another hippie term. I'm trying to know universe. Wife and i are very fortunate that we were able to have children you know we because we waited a long time yeah we didn't we didn't like try to have kids early on in our marriage i feel like our game plan and it was weird because we had a game plan you know we're mexican so what happens when you're mexican you're a parent by the time you're 18 or 20 you know like that just happens your parents are grandparents by the time they're in their 40s you know and it's like you, you live at home and, and you know it's a whole stigma it's kind of one of those stereotypes that Rings true in my family. I've seen it like with my cousins. Yeah. So when when I talked to wifey about our game plan, we were sitting down and like, you know what? I don't want to have kids yet. She's like, neither do I. Let's wait. Let's work on being a married couple and do our thing. So we got into which our I home, which I think is amazing, and it was because yeah. it, it sets a firm foundation for where we are now. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. we've been married sixteen years, so it's like I feel like we really got to know each other as a married couple in those onset I think years. That's so important. You know? Yep. We traveled. We we smoked a lot of weed. We did a lot of like things that. If we had kids, I don't know, it, it, it might've ruined us, you know? So we, we were able to pull that off and then see, flip the switch and say, all right, get off the pill, let's let's start a family. Yeah. And dude, like in a month, bing, it's like, hey, I'm pregnant. And I was like, okay, cool. That was like the last time we played PlayStation 4. But it 4.
1: does get a little scary, like after 35 as a woman.
0: Mm. Wifey yeah. was 29. Cause I was- No, that's prime. Yeah, I was yeah. 33.
1: Cause the doctors told me I needed to retire at 28 if I ever wanted to have kids. Mm because it would start to affect donations would start to affect my fertility.
0: Is motherhood still an option for you? Is that something you I want? Have no idea. You know? Yeah,
1: I think it is. Yeah. But I'm also okay okay with being at Karen. I figure like if I get to a place financially, I would adopt if my body can't do it. You know?
0: There it is. Almost
1: pay it forward a little bit. Look at you. I donate my eggs. This doesn't work? Now I'll just take someone else's.
0: It's changed me, you know? I mean, it's made me a better person. I and, would love to, and I think it's awesome. I don't
1: know that I want to do it alone, but if I get to a place financially where I think I can, I think I would.
0: Karen, let's get into the questions of the week. No, let's see no. what people. I don't think they're that bad. The I just, camera. I kind, I just kind of gave them a. A quick-
1: How many are about like, would you like to be a Karen?
0: <laughs> well, there's one. <laughs> so I work at UPS, duh. And I have, I work at a pen called Pen 41 and it's a bunch of degenerates like myself, a bunch of grimy, huh? Oh, that's the
1: name of like your- That's
0: the name of it. I swear they run this fucking your facility wing. like it's a prison, you know, and all UPSs are around in this. So ours is called Pen 41, Pen for Peninsula. It sounds like a prison. Yeah, so in Pen 41, there's about five of us on the regular. And I, they're like, hey, well, I have questions every week. So it's, this is going to be the Pen41 question of the week. Let's get this one out of the Ready? way. Pen41 brought to you by Jad. My f- what is his uh, handle? His handle is my collection of video games on Instagram. He's a gamer. All right. Jad asks, how does it feel to have your first name be an insult nowadays?
1: Um, I don't take it personally. But you did. No, no, I've never taken it personally. It got annoying for a while because I would see everybody saying it. Like I said, like last week at the restaurant, someone's telling a joke about a Karen. Like mm. I get it. But at the same time, if you're being shitty, you're being shitty, you know? You deserve to be called so out.
0: So you can be a shitty and not be called Karen?
1: I think you should be called by your name Oh if wow! You're being shitty.
0: Well, there it well, is. Hold people
1: accountable. But no, it doesn't bother me. Not even a little? No, not really.
0: Number two, dang, she's hot. That is not a question. That seems like a statement. That's
1: dumb, but thank you,
0: Evelyn. Your favorite seafood spot in San Diego, both American and mariscos.
1: Oh, favorite, favorite seafood, um, mariscos Herman. In uh, did I say that right?
0: <laughs> yeah, mariscos Herman.
1: Um, that one is, is that a food is, truck though? Yeah, it's yeah. A food truck. Right. And then there's also um, Kiko's. It's either Kiki's or Kiko's. I think it's Kiko's. Where is it All at? All food trucks. Where is that one? That at? one is on tex- Texas and. When, Monroe or Madison, I can't remember.
0: What makes it good for you?
1: I love the consommé mm. that you get while you're waiting. Yeah, um, and I can taste how fresh the seafood is. I feel, I... Like, I feel like I can taste. I mean, shrimp is always frozen; it's never going to be that fresh, but not slimy, not fishy.
0: I'm going to assume your American one is Long John Silver. Go ahead. <laughs>
1: I did go to Long John Silver when I was little.
0: Nice the hush puppies. Mexican Mariscos for me. There's you're two make me spots.
1: Cough the cold coming. Oh, out
0: of me. Rona. Um, Mariscos del Kiki, since you said that. But I go Mariscos del Kiki, the one in Imperial Beach. I
1: think it's Kiko's. Okay,
0: yours is Kiko's? All right. I was gonna be very impressed if you knew this one, because this one's called Mariscos del Kiki, and it's called El Sinaloense, and it's on 13th and Coronado, down in IB. All
1: right.
0: It's it's hidden. It's like next to a piñata market, a tobacco house, and like some fucking Thai restaurant. So it's like, it's legit. Mariscos del Kiki, and if I'm feeling bougie, if I'm feeling bougie, wifey and I'll go to TJ Oyster Bar. TJ Joyce Bar on that's Bonita good. Road. That one's yeah, legit. That's really good. But it's fucking pricey. I've and been, it's been like, down there
1: a long time. But it, here's the thing. Seafood should not be cheap. Go. It should never be cheap. If your seafood is cheap, I would worry about the quality. Um, there's a lot of fish that should be It's like
0: be cheap. a $9 michelada, though. So, like, last that's year- That's what I'm referring Last to. year, I
1: was involved with a project with NOAA, mm-hmm. the National Oceanic Atmospheric Association. Ocean? Oh, Ding! Um, and I was a guest chef for that. Um, it was a, a grant-funded, federally grant-funded program. And um, it was all about sustainability and actually consuming fish that um, are sustainable, not just eating whatever, you know, but mostly eating local because that's super important. Like you don't want, I have a friend, Tommy Gomes, who's a fishmonger in San Diego. And like, you don't want- What your, is that term? Fishmonger? It means you- um, a, a, What's the
0: word monger mean?
1: A seller, a seller of goods. Okay. okay. Like a blacksmith, a, a fishmonger. Okay. Yeah. So. Um, He always has a saying like, you don't want your fish to have more frequent flyer miles than you do. Mm. Like you don't want fish from Asia. You don't, I mean, you can have it. So what about
0: sushi houses in Nebraska? Should we be weary of those or what?
1: You know what? I've actually eaten sushi in in South Dakota Mm? and it's actually really good. Okay, Um, But with that being said, there is a place called Hane that's in um, uh, Bankers Hill that has Tsukiji Tuesdays. And they um, they have fish flown in from the Tsukiji market in Japan. And it's kind of a mixed bag of like what they get. And that's super awesome. So like, I feel like there's a place for it, but at the same time, like I always support eating local, like find out what your local fish are. And support that because you're supporting your community.
0: Being you know that you mean? are a chef by trade. I feel like go I want to ask you this. Yes. When is the best day to go have sushi at a restaurant?
1: It's typically not a Monday. Because no. Monday they're usually selling everything they couldn't sell over the weekend. Okay. So it's it's
0: So don't go to your favorite sushi spot on a Monday.
1: Uh, probably not.
0: Uh-huh. I hate
1: to say that, but probably not. Okay. I bet a lot of them are closed actually on Mondays. Yeah. Um no, I I mean midweek to end of week.
0: Fuck Mariscos. Just Where's whatever. your favorite sushi house? Wifey and I are looking for our new sushi place. Our spot was a national city called um. Oh, I forgot. Goodies, Goodies Sushi in, in in National City clothes.
1: I have a few different. Ooh, I want but the for one for different reasons. Okay. The best one.
0: Non-traditional. I like the fucking crazy rolls. I like the ones that they make and everything. It's all nuts.
1: Oh, uh, oh, you like white people's sushi? Is that what it is? With the you know, I, see, I don't like rolls.
0: Weird. I went to the last sushi spot and there was no white people. There was all Mexicans. Proceed.
1: Anyway, um, <laughs> I I like wrench and rodent up in Oceanside. What's it called? What's it called? Oh wrench fuck! No, and stop! I'm not going. But that's because there. they no. be, that's because they use whole animals. They use everything. That's important to me. Okay. To use the whole fish, not to throw shit away. Do you like Manula? I'm okay with it. That's
0: using everything. I won't. That's using fucking everything out I of an know, animal.
1: It's it's a little tricky for me. Um, mm-hmm. I've been to some like Korean places where like they. You, I like you, how you said
0: it. Korean.
1: Korean, and you get like the tripe and stuff that mm-hmm. they put mm-hmm. on the grill. Yeah. It's. I don't know my stomach is like totally cool with it, but I try. I do try. I've had menudo. I've had boyfriends give me menudo. Like come we're going to my mom's house, we're hungover, and
0: I'll be like, okay. Give me menudo.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> for sushi, I need a spot. But for American Do like Where's that one?
1: Hane is in Bankers Hill. Oh
0: fuck. These are um,
1: I like Psycho Sushi. There's one in Coronado. Uh-huh. There's one in North Park. And then um,
0: anything in Chula Vista or South? I don't come down here for sushi. Mm.
1: I just don't. I feel like there was actually one on my radar, but I can't think of what it is.
0: I we go to I a ha- spot called Naruto. Naruto, is, and it's on 3rd Avenue. It feels like everything we do down here is on 3rd Avenue, but it's a little further south. It hits the spot for now, but it does- I learned how to make sushi rolls. Yeah?
1: I catered a um, sushi party for some people.
0: Like I'm going to put this out to everybody. I saw a movie that was- And I knew going in, watching the movie on Netflix, when the movie's in a be removed from the Netflix queue. It says, you have until the such and such date before this movie is removed. It was about a sushi restaurant in Los Angeles, East Los Angeles, I want to say. So it was in East Los, and it's not hentified. And and, and this Mexican girl wanted to be a sushi chef. So she jumps in, she starts as the busser, as behind the scenes, like cleaning. And then eventually she connects with the chef who is a master sushi specialist or something. And she learns, and that's when I stopped watching the movie. Find out what this movie is and let me know. Because I, I wanna I wanna see what happened in the end. Does she reach her goal? There's nothing worse than fucking not finishing a movie and then you don't know how to find that movie again. Happens to right. me a lot. Happens to me a lot. American fucking seafood. We used to go to Fish Market. We went a couple weeks ago with Chi and his wifey. That place was horrible now. I
1: like Ironside.
0: You know what, wifey and I love Ironside. It's again, good. it's pricely. It's pricey. It's pricely. Pricely.
1: It is, but again, yeah. seafood should not be cheap. Okay. There's a life on it.
0: You I had my first thing of octopus there. You
1: don't want your fish frozen over and over again. Mm. You want it fresh as possible.
0: You do. When I buy shit at the at the deli or at the grocery store in the meat department and it says previously frozen, should I be weary of that?
1: No, not necessarily. No? But, but I would- um, Like
0: the salmon or the I would fucking swordfish?
1: Press, press the top of it. Uh-huh. If it mushes, if don't buy. Firm, uh-huh.
0: buy it. If it mushes, don't buy it. If it's firm, buy it. Okay, but I mean, it's frozen, so.
1: Well, but if, but if it had too much water uh-huh. and then they defrost it and it mushes, don't buy that fish because it's not going to be quality. It's not going to flake like you want it to flake.
0: Hola, guapa. Are you originally from San Diego?
1: I grew up in Escondido.
0: Nice. That's your whole family is from Northern North County.
1: Uh, my no, my family grew up in um, South Dakota for the most part. huh. I'm the youngest of ten, and they moved out here on kid number six, and had the rest in Southern California.
0: All right. Good question. Great answer. Why can't I get three punks in the land of white women, Justin? Ass.
1: well if you would come to hmm. small bar in university heights you could have gotten it
0: you could have yeah
1: not i non-close so
0: i'm going you. to assume the land of white men women is north mm. county ask caesar i don't know if our brand would kill in north county the do, way it does do you, does you
1: down have here. a sales rep no we don't distribute? need that we don't need yeah, that they don't do that we don't, we don't need that so your question really is more it
0: why at, haven't you been down to Steve. the brewery more often that's. I think that would be the question. Like, yeah. you need to come down to the South Bay. We didn't build this thing to like be one of those brands that's everywhere. Although I have been shopping for spots, and let's see what happens. Remember
1: when we were talking a few months ago Go about ahead. potentially opening like a brew pub, and I would be like, yeah, I would run it for you.
0: And it, who was it? Was it me, Matt, and you, or who was it? Who was in the conversation? No, it was Just me
1: and you. Yeah. Remember, I was staying up in Monterey, and I was saying mm. like this would be a great spot.
0: Wait, is that is that an option still? Sure. You, you, I haven't been to I Monterey. Gotta
1: put in some time at Fonse's, but yes.
0: What's the ultimate goal for you?
1: My ultimate goal, well with with Ponce's is to learn from them. I mm. mean they're a fifty-two-year-old business. Mm.
0: Super, Culturally appropriate them, go ahead.
1: What does that mean? <laughs> super successful. Yes. And I
0: Great guacamole.
1: I'm completely self-taught. So to learn from a from a company that has been doing it correctly for so many years, I think that's like that's ideal. To like learn how to manage the numbers um, and not have to worry about paying the bills. Like I can just kind of see how it works and learn. That's the ideal. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, so. that is definitely the way to do so it. I'd
1: like to put in multiple years with them and learn and help them create. You know, whatever they need me to do.
0: PSA for people out there listening: You want to start a business, you want to go gun ho and jump in. Learn. You got to learn. You know, even what we did is we we were able to find out we were one of the first breweries in California to do this, and and then I I forget what? what the the term is. It was called uh. The, basically, we subleased a spot on the calendar. From another brewery, uh, cool. What is a proper contract brewing? No, I forget, and I'll, I'll remember later. What do you mean? We were able to sign a contract with a brewery in Santee called Butcher's Brewing. I remember, and they would they would let us brew twice a month. Contract there. brewing? No. Oh,
1: contract brewing are when they brew. Yeah, yeah.
0: they brew for us, so we were able to kind of like be hands on and and learn I don't know what. what that's yeah, and 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 it'll come to me after because our lawyer. Um, Candace Moon at the time told us, oh yeah, you guys are one of the first people to actually do this. And I'm looking into this. It's like, it looks like it would work. So she kind of like nodded You're and basically said-
1: basically leasing the brew Yeah, house. we
0: were subleasing their brew house on days that they weren't using it. We were not able to run a Tasty room through them. We were able to use our brewery facility to make our beer, keg our beer, distribute our beer. So that's what we did for like a year. To kind of like get our feet wet in this industry because we were all home brewers, and at that point, Kevin got hired on by Ray Knight, who was a, the the brewer and the owner yeah. at that time.
1: Yeah, so he had a salumi business, right? Yeah, he, yeah. he was Angel Salumi. Yeah, I used to buy his meat.
0: He, he killed it. I he used to
1: handle his meat.
0: Oh lord, you took it there. Um, he was a day trader, so he told, he would always, he was kind of like our self appointed mentor at the time, telling us the ins and outs and what not to do and what to do and this that and the other. Mm. Unfortunately, he's out of business now. You know things didn't go his way i don't know i don't think he he went from butchers brewing to finest made ales yeah so then i don't i don't think he's involved in the game anymore but yeah he would he would give us like you know what do you want to be do you want to just be part of the crew part of the good old boy club or do you want to stand out and i was like yeah fuck i mean i don't like anybody i really don't like a lot of the brewery owners that i've met i want to do our own thing and he's like oh right we'll do this and you know so we learned it was our fisher price brewery we learned how to like How to do this? How to do that? How to make it work? We built up enough of a following when we did that. That jumping over to Chula Vista wasn't like just kind of like, oh, we got lucky and made it work. It's like we all went to school for this. Yeah, you know, we all learned the marketing, the business side. We all learned the science and the technology side. It's
1: so rad that those opportunities are out there now. Now, yeah, you were SDSU Business of Craft Beer.
0: Yeah, Uh, first class, bro. The, I think it was a 27 people graduated out of that first program, yeah. and I was one of them. Some that was cool, a cool people. Program. Some cool people graduated out of there, like that still have businesses. I want to say half door. Um, the the two proprietors that run that spot graduated from there. You know, we did. We we and they always like referred to us, like, oh, you know, well, three punk came out of here, and it's like, yeah, Dan Drain. Yeah, uh, yeah. And Stacey. Yeah. Stacey. Was yeah. The yeah I think the the siblings were there. Yeah. So it's like. Well, and
1: they grew up in the bar. Yeah.
0: The parents restaurant own is- the field. Yeah. And I was like, damn, I've gone, yeah. I've gone smash they're good, at your places. Good, good like, people. Good people make his, it.
1: His mom taught me how to make, um, I think it's called boxty. What's that? It's like a little, um, it's almost like an uh, Irish crepe. Okay. And you wrap it around like meats and eggs and stuff. It's like a breakfast thing.
0: Oh, nice. So yeah. oh, nice. She um, taught me how to make it. If you're going to open a business, do your research and, and, and find a spot or, like what or, Karen did. Or
1: start low. Yeah. Like work your way up, you know, because it's really hard because there's, there's just so much. There's so much you have to know and how to do. And it helps you. Excuse me. Like, learn how to like manage. Your I money. feel like
0: people assume like, oh, I want to open a restaurant. All I need to do is how to cook. No. No. There's 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 many layers there's to operating a business. And yeah. And yeah. money
1: management. There's so much. And
0: staffing, how staffing. Personalities. Yeah. All I of mean, those it's things. so
1: outdated. I was just telling someone this the other day. It's so outdated to be just an outrageous asshole chef. You can't be. You can't be a Gordon Ramsay. It's it's not okay. First of all, you're gonna get fucking sued. Yeah. And second, like, who wants to work for you? Who wants to work in that environment? You know. And no matter how you run your business, no one wants to work for you if you behave like that.
0: Oh. Anthony so Bourdain made it work.
1: Anthony Bourdain wasn't like
0: that. Oh, I thought he was. No. Uh-huh. I read his book.
1: I know, he was rad. Yeah. I miss him. I had a really hard time. I've never watched any of his shows since he's died.
0: Somebody's at my front door. That's okay. <laughs> I read his book and I- I read all his books. Yeah, and that's what I was gonna say. I, I, I read the, ah, shit, now I forgot the but name of it. he was also
1: it. on drugs and angry and- Yeah.
0: You're in, in that movies. industry. You're in that industry. You were in that industry kind and you're of, back in that industry. Of. Is that a, is that common? The, the stories be, that he told about it just... used to be,
1: and you only see that behavior out of old school chefs or younger chefs who learned under them. It's a cycle.
0: What's the mentality there? What? Why?
1: Um, it's an ego. It's an ego. Nobody's as good as you are, um, and they never will be. And everybody's fucking dumb. And it's it's just shitty. It's a shitty way to behave. It's a very narcissistic personality. Nobody wants to be around that. You know, and you can respect someone for like the job they can do and the experience they have. But like, when you behave like that, like, why do you want to be that? You know, it's 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 poor learned behavior, you know? There it is. It's like, you know, it's like an abusive parent or something. And then the kid grows up to be the same way. They don't break that cycle. Shitty. Don't this
0: person them. asks, grudges, do you hold them?
1: Not for very long. No? I hold them, but not very long.
0: I don't, I just write people off. I think it's I've one gotten, of my habits yes, that I do I've that's bad. I've gotten really
1: good about boundaries yeah. and just saying like, you know what? You're, this relationship with you isn't serving me It's anymore. a double-edged sword. Sometimes I tell people, sometimes I don't. Yeah. Sometimes I just fade out of their life and then they ask me why I tell them. I'm, I'm pretty good at being blunt, but grudges, no, no, not really. It's, why, why does it serve me to hold that bad energy? It doesn't, it just doesn't.
0: As soon as somebody does me dirty in my mind or slights me in some way, I got no time for bullshit. Like I really, I really don't have time for dramas and stuff. So I, I don't hold the grudge. I don't want to. I'll it. just, I'll just slowly, like, just whoop, 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 push it to the side, and eventually you're no longer there. Yep. You know, and it's, it's not, it's not me. It's you. Yep. It, the me part is like I just don't want to deal with that. If, yep. there's, if there's, if there's unnecessary dramas that I feel like are time consuming and energy vampiring me, I don't want to be a part of it. Yeah. It's so like I got, just don't bring me drama. Don't be the drama. Just if, if, yeah. if that's any of you, I'm, I'm just gonna like slowly like move away from, my, from there and then maybe in a month or two be like, hey, what's up? I haven't talked to you. It's like, yeah, bro. Like I'm just not, w- I've had those uncomfortable conversations. Yeah. Like I'm just not about that, bro. I got I got too much too much on my plate that I don't need added like dramas or unnecessary dramas. Like I don't give a fuck yeah. what this business is doing or, or what crap they're talking. And I don't give a shit about, you know, it's like, nah. if it's not for me, it's not for me and I move on. Yeah. So do I have, have- grudges? Mm-hmm.
1: But I also know like I've run my mouth and I've said things, you know, and um, I don't blame somebody if they don't want to be my friend, it's cool. But I'll give you two examples. One, ex-husband, super shitty, mm. very abusive to me. I was angry a long time. And then I just decided like, you know what? That's that's his shit, he's got to work out. Has nothing to do with me anymore. Had nothing to do with me when he was doing it. That was inside of him. I'm not gonna hold a grudge over that. That shit, he's got to work out and I feel bad.
0: And you gotta let it go. I feel
1: bad that he's working through that mm. and I, I couldn't help him. I did love him at some point, so I feel bad I couldn't help him.
0: So even then, you're putting the, the you, weight on your shoulder. But I took it off. Yeah,
1: took it off. Took me a long time, but I took it off.
0: But alternating I'll, proprietorship. It just came to me. What? That was the name of the business arrangement we had with another brewery. An alternating proprietorship. Oh, yeah, awesome. Oh, I feel better now. Okay, good. As you were. So the
1: second <laughs> second one I'll give is there was a person in the industry I've known a long time, very long time. Um, had a good relationship. I'm not going to give too many details because this person would know who they are as I'm saying it. Um, <laughs> they said some shit about me on the internet, about my business that I was really angry about for a while. Like, I'll never go that shit hole again was basically this person's comment. And I, I held it for a while and I was pissed. And then I was like, you know what? They're a business owner now. They're going to have to deal with reading and seeing and behaving. And the challenges of being a business owner it's gonna come full circle. There are many. They're gonna have those moments, and they'll navigate it. And there's there's no reason for me to hold on to that negative energy. How do you? It's it's important. Look at us,
0: a couple of healthy adults here, It's huh? Really important. Yeah. Healthy,
1: healthy as I cough,
0: lemon. I mean, emotionally well. healthy, men- yeah. mentally healthy. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if it's not gonna, and I, I was talking to this to who was I? Oh, to Paul and Cena, the the ground floor mural peeps. They're awesome. We really care about them. All they're cool people. And I was telling them, hey, because they were t- sharing some of their shit that has come up now that there's a a lot more shine on them and people paying attention and i was telling them like you got to make sure you're not only mad at the person who's starting this drama or quick to write them off but also pay attention and who's bringing you that news yeah like for me it's like all right cool such and such was saying some shit but why are you bringing it to me yeah like i've told you like i don't care what goes on like either you're gonna step up and squash it for me there Or just let it be.
1: Well, I can also tell you that as if you're running any sort of business as a manager, as a leader, you can't hold a grudge. No. You need to be able to squash, take that criticism, whatever it is. You need to be able to squash that. I just had the other night, Saturday night, I had an employee tell me, oh, the staff was buzzing about you tonight. They were mad about this. They're mad about that. Mm -hmm. And I went home like kind of like, well, fuck, they didn't know what I was doing. They don't know why I was doing it that way. Like they didn't see the big picture. And I went, you know what? I can't let that kind of like comment get into my head because there is a bigger picture. And the bigger picture is the job I'm doing for the owner, which is making sure the customers are taken care of, making sure the business runs smoothly. And if I can keep the staff happy in the process, that's, that's hard. Ra- that's rad.
0: Yeah. But that's a bonus. But
1: you know, yeah. like you have to kind of manage all those things at once. And I can't hold a grudge because this one person was pissed off tonight because the next time they come in, they may not be pissed off anymore, you know? And I don't want to hold a grudge against someone like that. So you know? fuck
0: grudges. They're bad for they're you. Just, they're not good for I like for you. to travel it's light. bad
1: energy. Yeah, let it go.
0: Would you rather have a maid for life or a chef for life? Ooh, I know this one. Maid. Chef. Oof. I am a chef. Yeah, well then, duh, then you would take a maid.
1: Yeah, I want them to clean up after me.
0: You know what the biggest thing I hate the most? I hate washing dishes and I hate folding clothes. Those are like the two of my Same. biggest pet peeves. Same. And wife is like, whoa, you don't even wash. I wash dishes every fucking night, it seems like. Same. But I just I can't
1: except if I've cooked you food uh-huh. and
0: then you just like Oh, I just toss it, it. Yeah. When's that service coming back? Next week. Maybe? Yeah. You want to retire. I huh? really
1: enjoy doing it. You want to retire. Because you know why? I enjoy cooking for you and Steve and Glasses and Ozzy. I enjoy cooking for you guys because Kevin. What did I say?
0: You said me twice. Oh
1: sorry, Kevin. Yeah. I'm that sake. We were <laughs> the we sake. sake before. We did. Sake and beer is like getting to me. Um I enjoy it because I'm cooking healthy for you guys and I have healthy leftovers. So when I am at the restaurant, I'm not eating the beans and rice and all that. That's things. not
0: healthy? Breaking news? I
1: mean, there's lard and beans, come on.
0: Lard is the fucking I, centerpiece I of it, life. But I don't eat it, but I don't wanna eat it. every
1: day. You know how
0: to say it in Spanish then?
1: You've seen my ass. Manteca. Yes, I know manteca. All right, yes. cool. You've seen my ass. Okay. I, don't, I don't, I can't eat that every day. All right. But I make healthy vegetables, grilled or steamed vegetables and grilled chicken. And know that's at home. There's no drive-throughs, there's no Stopping somewhere for something unhealthy.
0: No ordering a pizza because there's no food at home. Well, I think it's mad at me because I always want to eat out, and it's just quick and it's convenient. Yeah, but you're not even cooking. I said, I know, but it's it's convenient. Did it's she just... get
1: mad that I cook
0: for you? No, she loves it. She had your food. Yeah, she did. Yeah, she likes it. Yeah. So this is, <laughs> did she get mad? She could. that's one less thing she has to worry about. Good. I've never my schedule is so fucked that I I rarely get an opportunity. And this is something I'm do you working take on. go to
1: work or do you leave them at home?
0: I will leave them at home. As soon as I get home, boom, boom, I'm in it. You know. Um, but my schedule's so wacky that it's, it's very scarce that I get to come home and sit down and have dinner with everybody. Yeah. Usually my time to eat is breakfast on the weekends. What you know? is
1: the favorite thing that I cook for you?
0: Uh, the, what is that? The short rib. Oh, the
1: yeah, braised short rib. Yeah.
0: Ribs. But according to a uh, recent test revealing high cholesterol, I have to go all chicken and mostly vegetables. So moving forward, I'm going to have to ask you to tweak that That's lady. Fine. I only
1: make that for you when I want to make it for myself.
0: I'll, I'll take what, whenever you make it. I will take it, but yeah, I'm gonna have to do more chicken.
1: You know, I don't do that very often.
0: I know it's a it's a it's a treat.
1: I be, it basically I break even when I give you that.
0: Nice, it's a, I appreciate you. I'm
1: not making any money when I give you short ribs. Okay,
0: now you're trying to make me feel bad. Awesome.
1: Finally no. <laughs> got you to start tipping. So
0: I didn't know what the rules are. I don't know what the I'm just you kidding. you got to tell me these I'm things. Just, no,
1: I would never tell you to tip. I'm
0: well, just you just did.
1: No, Steve. Uh, no, Kevin did.
0: One year to live. Do you party it up? Oh wait, wait, time out, rewind. Yeah, a maid. I don't want to fucking do dishes and, and fold my own clothes. So yeah, I think I, I would rather have a, a maid. maid. All maid right, perfect, sure. agreed. One year to live. Do you party it up, or do you work on making a difference?
1: Make a difference.
0: Make a difference. Mm, why not both? Can I
1: party at the same time? Yeah. Why
0: not both? Can, can I maybe try to make a difference?
1: Isn't it
0: Por qué lo los dos? Por qué lo <laughs> y los dos por qué no? Is how you would say. <laughs> Remember, sorry. Spanish things are inverted. I know, you got to really go backwards. Got I would say I would go 50-50. You know, I, if I have one year to fucking live, one year, I'm gonna make sure one, my kids and my family are are aligned in the way they need to do, which is why reverting back to that health assessment and high cholesterol and this, uh, I wanted to get life insurance and, and re-up certain things and kind of like prepare for the future for them and get them squared away. So I feel like, oh shit, I don't know if this is foreshadowing. But I don't with, know if like in a year I'm gonna be gone now, but- But would
1: partying shorten your lifespan? Than a year? what are you dying from? I don't know. Like, is- is, Can I die from high cholesterol? Doesn't high
0: cholesterol lead to heart disease?
1: Probably.
0: All right, you know- But also,
1: you should start flossing.
0: Okay, I do that. That matters. Yeah, look at that. You hear that? That's when the wind that goes in between my teeth. Yes. Which means my teeth are tip-top proper. I'm not an Englishman. I'm
1: proud of you. Thank you. Oh, yeah, English are bad teeth.
0: That that, right? Synonymous with that shit. I don't know why. And bad food. I can attest to that. I had fish and chips and meat pies, like- the whole time I, I, I was out there. found
1: good places, but- Hit and miss? A lot, of, a lot of Indian food.
0: And that was good. Which was amazing. Yeah, and that was good. I had a lot of kebabs. I had a lot of kebabs. I had some Indian food and uh, mm-hmm. fish and chips and meat mm-hmm. pies. And I was like, it uh, leaves a lot to be desired, mm-hmm. English people. You do really good in soccer, but step it up. Oh well,
1: yeah, I have like Irish heritage and I'm like, I want to cook something Irish. No,
0: no. Fl- you ever been out Dublin?
1: Yeah.
0: I want to go back. Yeah. Yeah. I loved it. Can you concur? The food is awesome and it's very well- Um, across the spectrum, there's seafood, there's grazing cattle. And so there's all of the steaks. Mm -hmm. There's all of the seafoods. Shit. I even found pastas. Oh yeah. It was awesome. Yeah.
1: No, I loved it there.
0: I'm trying to convince wifey to move over there. I actually,
1: so I was on the tail end of a three week trip in through Europe Mm, and um, I'm the kind of person, no, it was when I was really depressed. (laughs) I was really depressed and I was just blowing money, like pulling money out of my, like, uh, what's it called? 401k, like just pulling money out and just like, Maybe traveling by myself is going to make me happy because I was Did it? I was PTSD and depressed, kind of. But th- there was a lot of like thinking going on and stuff. It, Are
0: you better now than you were then? I'm
1: amazing. Good. I'm fucking amazing. So wait, I'm the healthiest version of myself. I've ever, ever? Been, ever been. Hell yeah. Ever. So um, uh, talent. So I'm notorious for, I don't book my hotels or where I'm staying until I'm on my way to a city. I love it. It's the best way. Because if I decide to stay, in a city one more day, or I want to go a different direction. I have to worry about cancellations. So I booked this hotel. I'm like, I'm going to treat myself. I want to stay somewhere with like a spa. I want to get a massage. I've been, you know, with this backpack and shit for like, you know, two and a half weeks. I want to, I want to stay in a nice place. So I booked this hotel, like on my way there, get there in the middle of the night. Um, it's super dark. I can't really see the property. I wake up the next morning and it's like, This gorgeous grounds. I I stayed at a Ritz Carlton. I had no fucking idea.
0: Yeah, you did. I did
1: not know that. I swear to God, it didn't show up on, I was doing Hotel Tonight. It did not show up as like that's who on the My best friend,
0: by the way, Hotel Tonight.
1: I love it. Yeah, Yeah, but I didn't. What level are you? I don't know.
0: There's levels, fool.
1: I think, I don't know.
0: There's levels and then that's how you get your bigger discounts.
1: Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. I haven't traveled in a long time. Jesus. I know. It's pandemic and I was broke. Mm. I haven't had a good trip since like 20... 16, 17, like a good trip. I've done like weekends somewhere. How's Monterey? Monterey's cool. Yeah? Yeah, it's- it's.
0: Wifey it's, really wants to go.
1: I love it. It's a lot of money. I mean, to like live there. Um, I love it. I've always said it's someplace I want to retire, but-
0: Big little that lies, traveled, that's there, right?
1: Yeah. But okay. that's that I've why. traveled all over, I think I want to like actually move international.
0: Where would you live?
1: I don't know, but no? somewhere, someplace near an ocean. Mm. Ocean just is calming to me. It's healing.
0: There's two spots, Guadalajara or Dublin. That's where I'm looking at. i
1: never been to Guadalajara.
0: Yeah, Silent J, kind of like water. What no, did I say? Gua. It's
1: I'm, like I'm getting over a cold. Just be nice to me. Guadalajara. I'm a white not girl.
0: Gua- Guadalajara, oh no. God. It's not guacamole either. Okay, it's guacamole. Okay. Guacamole. My
1: eyes are rolling <laughs> into the fucking ceiling right now.
0: When you live party up or make a difference? Uh yeah, probably both. I'll do I, I, I ah, fuck this question is weird because I feel like I'm doing that now and I don't even know what if I'm dying. If I, I had dying. To choose,
1: I would say make a difference yeah. because I've already partied. Cool. I partied hard. Yeah. And nah. my body hurts. It's old. I don't want to do that anymore.
0: I've been low key all my life in all honesty. I mean, you know, my craziest time was probably when I was in a band and we do little mini tours up and down the coast. That was it. There was nothing crazy. No, you know? I was crazy. Yeah, nah.
1: I was real crazy.
0: I'm too old to party it up. down now. Yeah. You know, I I've to. I've gone to weddings 42? recently. Party it 42? up as well. Party up as well.
1: Forty-two. Oh me,
0: yeah, forty-two. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Forty-one. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. I just don't want to. Yeah. I just want. I don't want to feel like shit anymore.
0: Mm. I just have so too much. I would they make a difference? Too much on the plate. I would say both. Still say both. If I have one year, I would. I would. You know, do my best to keep doing what we're currently doing. Like, right. you know, build this foundation, and yeah. and then ultimately hand the reins off to somebody worthy of like, hey, dude, take this over. Totally handle this, because I'm gonna go shoot heroin and go to Vegas. I don't and think
1: I would ever do that.
0: Insider pro tip: We're not in the breaking news. Mm, tampoco Here's a little something about myself. I always wanted to do heroin, and I, I never, never did. To do it. Yeah, Tra- I have a very why
1: because train spotting or something.
0: Good what, movie, but what no. Made
1: it sexy. I don't know.
0: I think Kurt Cobain. In all honesty, I think Kurt Cobain and all the rock stars I did, I was like, oh. Oh,
1: side note. Have you, have you listened Make to- Make sure
0: you um, say copyright because no, glasses will come after glasses you. Glasses
1: did not invent that fucking word. <laughs> did you, um? did you listen to the Dave Grohl book yet?
0: I'm on like third chapter. I like it. It's what, oh, why was there bad reviews? Oh, I don't know. Mm, no, I,
1: I feel like some people don't like Foo Fighters and uh, Dave Grohl. The, um, I liked it. I how liked
0: do you not like Dave Grohl? He fucking came out of the shadow of I one of the them. greatest rockers of all time and he know, cast a bigger shadow. Wanna
1: know where I saw the Foo Fighters? It Go was ahead. One of, probably in my top three concerts of all time at a bar mm-hmm. in Honolulu.
0: Really? Yeah. How far into the Foo Fighters were they?
1: It was uh, it 1999, 1999.
0: Early in the onset kind of then. Yeah. Ooh, nice. That I don't doubt it. Favorite concert of all time though. Ugh. Miss me with some country shit because I don't know. I just learned who Waylon Jennings was a couple of days ago.
1: I know, that's okay. Um,
0: Waylon. Waylon Jennings. I
1: can't
0: answer that. No? Damn. Because you, you're sworn to secrecy? No, or? I've
1: just seen so many concerts. That- the
0: Muse is the best concert I have ever been to. Really? Since Where? you're asking. Where in it? Las Vegas. Since
1: I was asking.
0: Since you're asking. I had a, a torn tendon in my uh, ankle and I was in, a, I was in a, a cast and I was being wheeled around I had one Nike Air Force One in a wheelchair, popping pills, pounding Jameson.
1: I mean, that sounds amazing.
0: It was. I fell face first at one time, and they picked me up and they put me in a wheelchair. Um, my one shoe got us into a club, and we did that. Now that I'm remembering, that was quite the fiesta that weekend. We got in fights. That like DJ fun. Scribble was there. Uh, some guy scratched my boy's face. We knocked him out. Scratched. It his was face. crazy. It was like, like a, a cat. It leader? was like it, it was like a fucking Donnybrook. We got into it. It was a By the fight. way,
1: I have to go meow for yeah. Caesar. Oh, there it is. Um, uh, Largo that we were just talking about, mm. I saw Lindsay Buckingham and Ryan Adams second row. I
0: no for idea that. what that means.
1: That's okay. That's
0: I was in the first row for Anthony Jackson, like, what's the
1: I know because only because I told you. Thank how to you for do it. that. You're I do
0: welcome. appreciate that.
1: Um I saw you know Elvis Costello. Yes. I saw him in Spain and like That
0: thing in- you do. No. Wrong song.
1: Oh <laughs> um I saw him um at a in Spain, um, San Sebastian, this rad beach city. Um, uh, two hundred person theater where it was just him and like six guitars on stage. That was amazing. It's
0: about four guitars, too many. But anyway,
1: you're not an Elvis Costello. I'm not. No, it's okay.
0: Um, Elvis Costello sings that one. Uh, fuck, I don't know. What song does he sing? That's good.
1: He sings a lot. Give me one. This Veronica. Nope, Allison. Nope. Oh, um, scorned this year's lover. Girl. Uh-uh. Um, uh. Radio. Radio. Maybe I'm thinking of Engelbert Humperdinck. Burt Baccarat, yeah, they are interchangeable. Yeah,
0: I like him. Yeah. Elvis Costello, no, that's a guy with the thick rimmed glasses, or is that Roy yeah. Orbison? Both okay, boom, yeah, nice but daily Roy double. Orberson's dead, and- Costello's still alive.
1: Just, I just saw him,
0: he was like a rocker. I just
1: saw him two weeks ago in El Cajon. I,
0: what? Oh, the mighty so have there's fallen.
1: A, there's a no, there's a venue out there called the Magnolia, and uh, it was bought by Live Nation, and they're having lots of actually good shows.
0: Nice, okay, it's next
1: to the jail. I turned my Tinder on.
0: I don't know what that means, but okay. <laughs> what book are you reading right now? This is the last question. What book are you reading? You, do you read?
1: I listen to Audible. Is that reading? Uh, No, it's not. But, no? But I think you're still absorbing the same information.
0: I think I'm absorbing it better.
1: I like to just close my eyes because I feel like I'm always staring at things and I will listen to a story much better than follow. If my eyes are following something, all of a sudden I'll be... Three, four pages in, I have to go back. I'll be thinking about something else.
0: I enjoy Audible because I don't have time to sit down and crack a book open and kick my feet up on a fucking, mm-hmm. on a little bit of a lounge chair and have a cocktail and, and read. I don't have time for that. What are
1: you listening
0: to? Uh, I do listen to Audible. I've listened to a shit ton of books. The I Dave. Know, what Gr- you right right now? now, I'm listening to a book called Sellout. And the reason I'm listening to a book called Sellout is because I've been on a punk rock tip lately with the- uh, learning the backstories of bands that I grew up listening to. Mm-hmm. And uh, we we did an event on Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, it was Friday. We did the South Bay Black Friday event. And on the event, I I ran into the homie Jim. And and, and Jim, Jim Jim, Jim Rulin is an author who did the uh, the Bad Religion book. Yes. And I hated Bad Religion. And I told him when I saw him, I was like, bro, I fucking hate Bad Religion. And Gus was there. My best friend is like, yeah, bro, all he's never done in his life was shit on Bad Religion. But then I read his book and it gave me the background on uh, what bad religion was and you know the the, the the dramas, the trials and tribulations that they encountered, uh, being a band, a lot of uh, addictions, just a lot of shit. you know. And then I read the you No know, Effects book, but Jim told me, read the sellout, especially if you like this. And boy, that's a fucking good book. It's just talking about how um, in this scene, the punk rock scene and the emo scene and the hardcore scene, they're talking about bands that took the dive, took the check. And kind of like, it worked for some people, it worked for Green Day, and obviously made them the next next big thing. Right. And I got as far as the second example, which was Jawbreaker. And I was a Jawbreaker fan, you know, totally. to, to an extent. Yeah. I was like, all right, I, I like Jawbreaker, you know? Um, Dear You came out and I was like, Ew, it was a little too overproduced. And that's exactly what they were talking about. And I wasn't like a big hardcore Jawbreaker yeah. fan. I just knew who they were. And I was like, all right, quite cool, quite like this song, I like that song. Heard that album, I was like, oh no, it's overproduced. And in this book, that's what they're talking about, how that book jumped the shark for them. I didn't know they had so much traumas. I know they were like pretentious pricks. And I was it's like- fun to read though. Yeah. And I was like, uh, uh, great book, sellout, I recommend it. I don't know the author, but it's called sellout.
1: Okay. What are you reading? By, um, well, I'm not reading this right now, but read anything by Legs McNeil. Mm-hmm. If you want something that's like um, uh, rock and roll punk scene, but uh, also just like, I don't know, shit talking and like behind the scenes stuff. Short stories. Those are, All right. those are fun.
0: Legs McNeil. Yeah.
1: He's got a couple. Um, right now, I'm reading a book called "Our Lady of Perpetual Hunger." ¿Qué es eso? And it's about um, it's about a woman who uh, was a chef and was running a business and how hard it is. I'm only a few chapters in, but I relate to it a lot and I love it.
0: Well, it's hard.
1: You're trying to please everybody. You're not, and you're, you're not, and you're not happy.
0: And it's not just because you're a woman; it's just running a business is hard.
1: Yeah, but it's but ridiculous. Again, it's like you're trying to please everybody, but you're not happy, and you're trying to find twenty
0: twenty two. I'm. Going further out on that fucking edge, and stuff. I'm not going to try to please anybody. Uh, I got, I've got four people to answer to, and that's it. You know, and a dog.
1: I just want to make sure I'm happy. And right now, I, for the first time in such a long time, I can say I'm stress free and I'm happy.
0: What a crazy and feeling it's that must be! Amazing. It's amazing. No matter how stress free. I see it in my
1: body. I see it in my skin. I see it in my everything. It's it's amazing.
0: Good for you, Karen. Yeah, it's rad. I think you gave Karens, you're, you're the queen of all Karens and you're single-handedly trying to get the name back into a positive light. I am like to. You got an uphill battle ahead of you.
1: I sure do. You got to get an electric bike oh, with Kevin.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> he pulled me up the hill. Karen, it was awesome to have you back Thank in you here. Thank you for having me. Always. Always a pleasure. Metici Monday. I love you. With Karen La Barnett.